Man. Oh, it's the pre-show where we talk about what we're going to do in the show. Hey, everybody. We're going to talk about yeah. all the new comics coming out this week later. But, man, you missed the show yesterday. <laughs> Taylor said very early on that he was going to miss it, so it was great. Dave and I basically set up like an all-small press show. I actually got to – I watched it before I came on. And, yeah, you nice. guys were uh, doing some deep dives into like IDW and uh, AWA and shit. Yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. And then we get the news today, and we'll talk about it Sunday – Aftershock Comics has filed for bankruptcy. Um, yeah, and they owe a lot of people money. They owe a whole, whole lot of people money. Um, name one Aftershock book. Taylor, go. I can't. Exactly. That's why they are filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, not that I mean, they have that, had that, bad books. They've had some I mean, good But yeah, that tracks. Books, but... I mean, I'm not even like the casual audience, right? I'm in the comic shop every week, but I still can't exactly. name you an Aftershock yeah. book off the top of my head. Yeah, they got one animosity. It's kind of like a zombie thing, but all the animals like get mad at people and like you know, mm. like start hunting people down. That's pretty good, but yeah, I can't name another one. But we'll get into that more. But uh, what else? Anything cool? Anything you want to mention? Anything? Uh, nothing that really uh, is worth talking about, I guess. Cool. Let's do it. New books. Hmm. You're what the French call les incompetents. <laughs> you know, I'm often reminded this time of year just how little of Home Alone I remember, <laughs> besides like the the break in with the traps and everything. You know, oh, yeah, that's the best part. It is, it is. But yeah. I really don't remember any of the rest of that movie. Yeah. Well, John Candy and Mom doing it. Uh, greetings, geeks. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back. It's another episode of uh, This Geek in Comics, Outright Geekeries, comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. It's a Gomer and Taylor hour. We are talking about all the new books coming out this week. Well, not all of them, but as many as we feel. Probably like. not any Aftershock books, as you can probably uh, Well, yeah, maybe they have something coming out this week. They definitely need your money. Okay, so give buy some Aftershock shit if you are so inclined. Andy has checking in. Hey, Andy, how's it going? Uh, go to Facebook, search for Outright Geekery, go to the group, join. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. All the new books coming out this week, kind of a mid-week, kind of kind of basic sort of week. But uh, if you see something, say something, chat. We'll talk about any of the books that you guys want us to mention. Uh, starting off at Image Comics, these books coming out Wednesday, except for the DC books and some others. Tuesday, Wednesday. Hey, go to your shop if they got the books, good for you. If not, come back the next day, they'll be there. Uh, Bone Orchard, very well-deserved second printing of issue number two. Um, Deadliest Bouquet wraps this uh, story. I have not been in on this. Um, sort of like three daughters trying to get revenge, kind of like a Charlie's Angels sort of thing. Mm. I don't know. Department of Truth gets a special. This is t- basically only collecting issue 10 and 11, the uh, Bigfoot story. Uh, one of the most popular stories that they've that's come out of here because it was just like very self-contained two-issue sort of thing. You didn't really need to know anything else going on in the series. I mean, like Bigfoot is Bigfoot like fans. the king of the cryptids, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Gunslinger spawn, uh, Gunslinger spawn, uh, because McFarlane, and it's a week at Image. Uh, it was so weird. Last week, right yeah. when there was wasn't any Walking Dead or Spawn, but it turns out there was. It was just a DC. It was, this week. It was a DC. Yeah, so weird, yeah. dude. So weird. 
Uh, Hitomi number three. Uh, I hate Fairyland is getting a uh, an issue too. Kind of interesting here, just because we always point this out. But Peach Momoko getting a variant cover uh, away from Marvel. Hmm. Mm. It's possible that she did this, you know, way before her Marvel, um, you know, exclusive contract. Because I wonder if she and Scotty Young, like, you know, they're both like doing the I do a million variants a year circles together. So maybe there's like, maybe they have rubbed shoulders and that's why she's doing a variant here. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, you know, they've even communicated because, like you said, Scotty Young was definitely the cover guy before Peach Momoko came into Marvel. Yeah. Maybe she's like, hey, what's your advice? And like, he's like, oh, I got plenty of advice, you know? But, uh, yeah, I hate Fairyland. Great book, amazing book. A lot of variants for that this week. Junkyard Joe is Jeff Johns' little entry into stuff this week. Uh, it is Gary Frank, so it's very well drawn. Uh, it's pretty cool. I guess it's like about a robot going to war. Um, I don't know. I'm not really reading it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about <laughs> no, it. it sucks. But it's an interesting premise. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is definitely a premise. A lot of fun variant covers for that as well this week. Uh, Kaya number two is a second printing. Chroma number two. Uh, it's very stunning, very well drawn. Um, but the story lacks a little bit for me, um, mm. but still pretty good. Uh, Rogue Sun number nine in the Massiverse. Big news from the Massiverse this week, too, as we'll talk about uh, in the new show. But it appears they're getting some content on the screen or maybe a podcast. I didn't read the article. They're making a Radiant Black movie? Uh, I don't know if it's a movie. I think it's a podcast story. Okay. Yeah, still pretty cool. Uh, it's got some big names involved. Again, we'll talk about that Sunday. Uh, Spawn Scorch, getting your double dose of Spawn on the anniversary year this year. Uh, Vanish number four, probably the big release at uh, Image Comics this week from Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. Uh, it's a really fun sort of modern-day magical kids love chains Sort of thing, you know, hmm. that Cates and Stegman are known for. Uh, it's been really good so far. Uh, I hope it continues. It's not solicited past the fifth issue at this point. So still worrying what the hell Donnie Cates got going on in the background, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Voyages number two, Walking Dead. We get our Kirkman book this week, of course. And what's the furthest place from here? Get some. Uh, most notably over at Image Co- Comics is the lack of a debut. Uh, Image is usually pretty good about putting out at least a one-shot sort of story, you know? Uh, and I guess the Department of Truth kind of is that, but it's a reprint, so no, not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just something worth noting over at Image this week. Kind of yeah, basic, the last week of the year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that might Oh, wait, be no, sorry. So there's one more, there's one more, there's one more. Sorry. There is one more, but I think that might be part of it. It's before Christmas. No one's thinking about last minute shopping, going to the comic book shop and buying something out. Like, you know what I mean? If they're going to there, yeah. they're going to Christmas presents. They're not buying their comics for themselves. So it was really good on everybody to get all the all the meat out really early in the month. And we did. We had some great weeks this month. So uh, Boom Studios, the all new Firefly finale is, you know, done already. But uh, it's they're getting a little extra there. Nine dollars for that bad boy. That's that's a lot, dude. Um, Berserker number 11, the penultimate issue of this book that seems like it's been going on for fucking ever. But yeah, uh, when did that it, first issue come out? Like two years ago, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'll go look, man. It's pretty. I easy. think it was coming around at the same time the last John Wick movie Wait. came out. 
right? It does feel like those did sort of coincide. Uh, March 3rd, 2021 was the first issue release. Like, wow. That's uh, crazy. So, you know? Like a and year and three-fourths. Yeah. yeah, they kept a pretty solid schedule, but it looks like they had a break after issue um, five or six, you know, you know, mm-hmm. around there. But uh, still a very, really solid book. It's going to sell a shit ton when it's finally collected next year. And there's still a Berserker show, movies, maybe both on the way. So I know I've heard cool. they've announced at least one or the other of those. Yeah, I think there's an animated series and a movie plan now at this point, but I don't fucking yeah. remember. We need Dave. Dave's the one who who does all that research uh, guy. We're Ian not going to find out. Yeah, we're not going to find out. We're not doing the legwork there. Uh, Ian Children of the Moon number three, <laughs> Mighty Morphin continues. Uh, and really, that's it. More Something is Killing the Children, Stuff of Nightmares, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. These are all mainstays at Boom Comics as of right now. You know what I mean? These yeah. are like their main books. These are their highest numbered books uh, in terms of, you know, bringing in the dollars. So good run on them. You know, like we're saying, towards the end of the year, they're really making it worthwhile. But again, nothing really new from there. You know what I mean? It's like they know that people yeah. aren't going to be spending extra. They're not going to take that risk. They're just going to get what they're expecting to get. So uh, kind of interesting, I think. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse. Uh, Breakout number four is really the only thing they have worth mentioning the end of that series. This is a crazy sci-fi series where kids are kidnapped by spaceships and some other kids go and try to rescue you know, some of the kids. It's been whack, dude. Um, in a good way, though. It's so weird and crazy, but great character work, really well drawn. And, uh, yeah, worth picking up probably in the trade at this point, though. Uh, and then we get some classics. Gru, you know, Gods Against Gru, number one. Always good shit. And then The Witcher. Uh, always has fun comics for that fan base. I am not a member of that fan base. But, hey, whatever. Uh, moving on to IDW. Really the only debut of the week that I am looking forward to from any publisher, I think, is uh, Dead Seas, number one. Kevin Scott, known for his work on Star Wars and, and that sort of shit. Go Surreal. And their ectoplasm is like a resource that can cure diseases and shit. So that's what this is about. A dude who gets onto a ghost ship in hunting of ectoplasm. But, of course, the ghosts have other things in mind. Uh, Sounds fun, dude. That's Uh, a cool premise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love Kevin Scott. He is a great writer. Uh, I'm not really sure about Nick Brokenshire, although this cover does look great. So I'm hoping the interior sort of match that. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm going to check the hell out of this. I can't wait. Uh, not sure how long that series is going to be. I think all of these are four or five, all of these creator-owned things that IDW um, planned out a few months ago. So, um, But yeah, again, nothing else at um... – oh, wait, there's one book we're talking about at IDW. They do have a Strange New Worlds book that is sort of tying in the end of Season 1 and Season 2, which is coming out in 2023, I think, in the summer. Um, so that'll be, you know, fun for the Trek fans. Yeah. Kind of niche, very niche. And, uh, yeah, that's really it, man. Uh, Saturday morning adventures for uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles and True Cult, number five. I think that's how you say that. I would assume so. <laughs> I right, mean, both of go. those are in, like, the U position, right? So Yeah, exactly. Things. Yeah. Uh, moving over to D.C., the Distinguished Competition. Um they got their normal shit, really. Uh, but there is some things definitely worth men- mentioning. Uh, World's Finest, number 10. Very fun book. Uh, you can't beat that more art. Um, Batman Urban Legends is the um, anthology book. Still a lot of fun, you know, if if you're really into that shit. 
I pick or choose which one I'm going to pick up depending on who's writing what. But there is a Nightwing story in this particular issue uh, that looks really fun. Not written by Tom okay. Taylor, but it's set in the Tom Taylor sort of timeline that he's got going on. So. I feel like Nightwing stock has risen a lot since Tom Taylor started his run. Yeah, so oh, it definitely. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it here in a minute, but oh yeah, it's definitely. I definitely bet he probably run. wouldn't have such a starring role in Dark Crisis if not for that run. You know, that's exactly what we're so yeah. Talk about. It, this could be a good opportunity for a lot of other uh, writers to kind of take a take their past the character now. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, okay, moving on, Batman versus Robin, number four. This has been a lot of fun, too. I've really enjoyed the hell out of this. Batman is wearing Dr. Fate helmet. Uh, that's weird. It looks like it is a Batman version of the Dr. Fate helmet. I'm oh, sure God, it does work. have bat ears, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not I sure both love works. and hate that. Yes, it's like the worst, best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I love this little story they're doing with Damian Wayne. It's a whole lot of fun, so. Uh, Catwoman number 50 gets, uh, you know, a little bit bigger story there because of how great it is. I mean, the Batman versus Robin is six dollars. Mm. You know, they're asking a lot for that right now. That's just wild to me. Um, but yes, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven wraps the story. Uh, it's an extra big six dollar issue, and yeah, it's all about Dick Grayson on the front. He seems to be the one who is going to be the guy to come out of this and i don't know you know i don't know what the hell is going to happen uh, of course a whole lot of variants for this uh, but i'm happy to see this end uh, i don't know if you read the uh dark crisis big bang last week but in the end of it it was basically flash running around looking at all the different universes in the new dc multiverse that there was are sold out of the points. shop but yeah oh dude on the back page right the last page of the story of the comic, it has all of the universes laid out. Batman 66 is a universe. We already talked about uh, Jurassic League and uh, Knights, whatever. The Night Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, Dark Knights of Steel. But like Batman's or Superman 78 and Batman 89 are in their own universe called Earth or yeah, Earth 789, which is pretty funny. Oh, God. Uh, th there's an Earth 66 where it's just the Batman 66 shit going on. The Amalgam universe is noted in the in that book. I'm um, surprised that they were able to do that one. I mean, especially now that Marvel's well, owned by Disney, you know, they're well, they didn't really come out and say amalgam. They said it was like Flash's notes, like Barry's notes said this appears to be an, an amalgamated universe of some kind, question mark. This will need further research, you know. Okay, so they didn't looking into that makes but you sense. knew like, what the fuck they were talking about. Yes, sure. and that's a good way to do the nod because there's no way they could show like Wolverine, Batman, yeah, or Knight, like Captain Knight America, Hawk Superman, or whatever the hell his name His was. name was Dark Claw. But, Dark Claw, um, yeah, it's so stupid. That's like the most 90s name. But, um, and that was the most 90s sort of event. You know, Dude. I always thought that like Superman like fusing with Captain America like get that thematically, but what is Captain America bringing to the table for Superman? A shield, you know, a shield. He doesn't need a fucking shield. He's indestructible. <laughs> He's Superman. He's Super uh, Soldier. I think is the character name they came yeah, up with. Yeah, but... which is not great. Not great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Christ on Infinite Earths number seven. Very very excited for Dark Crisis for the end of that. Just to see. And I fucking love going. Captain America, but he just yeah, doesn't bring sure. any. He doesn't have yeah. any sort of asset to Superman's <laughs> yeah. power set, you know? Right. Um, issue seven of, of that's coming out. The final issue of DC versus Vampires All at War number six. That looks – man, I've heard so, so many good things about the people who 
are actually reading this that I think I'm going to have to go back and find these issues and, and see if I can, if I, if I can get into it. I never even gave it a try. I mean, you know? this is just a stupid, <laughs> stupid fucking premise. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not fun though. You know, Tom Taylor lives off stupid premises and makes them awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, so, that fucking deceased concept that he ran with, so that had stupid. no right to be as good as it was, you know? Yeah, and, or, and still is, speaking of that, DC... Oh, or the yeah, I forgot. Gods. This is like the yeah. Energizer bunny of the books out here, you know? Yeah, this is God, it's been going one. on for like four or five years now. Oh, it's been going say. on for a while, dude. Yeah. yeah. It, Tom Taylor, when he started writing that, he was still writing books at Marvel. Yeah, this was around the you same know? time he was writing his, uh, his Wolverine run, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, which ah, still one of my favorite runs, dude. I love his run. Damn good, yeah. So much, so great. Uh, Death of Superman, thirtieth anniversary gets a couple of 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 book. It's not bad. It collects a whole bunch of shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, this is one of those things where it's like it's a big milestone in comics history, and it's not terrible, but it's not like from a quality standpoint, you know, a must. It's like read. a cool thing. It's like a cool thing to have. Yeah, it's it something. Really is. If you consider yourself like a comic book historian, I would say pick it up. But if you're just looking for like a good page turner, I don't think it's all that. Yeah, necessary. me neither. Me yeah. neither. Me neither. Important. It's but, fine, yeah. but just not like yeah, it's know, fine. Not like yeah. an all-time classic or something. Yeah. Uh, Flash seven eighty nine's dropping. Uh, this has totally ignored everything else going on in the DC universe. For its and that's probably okay. Yeah. It's probably better that way. Um, still. Uh, one of the most consistently good books DC has going for it right now. Yeah. I mean, even considering <laughs> it's had different changes in creators and shit like that, it's it has been consistent. Right. Like it's Ollie with his family is, it's, you know, really yeah. precious at times. And also has it a is. lot of fun, like dad joke hijinks that he gets into. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unique in that way as well. So, um, one of the books I'm looking forward to the most from DC this week, though, is uh, GCPD Blue Wall. Great. Oh, I mean, this is my first time yeah. noticing the of six. Yeah, yeah, it's a mini series. It'll be over. You know, well, that's a shame. Well, first quarter. I it don't want get, to tell Liv its quality. Yeah, they, they could definitely yeah. could. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, back to the. Uh, sorry to bury the leader. Yeah, this has been no, out fucking standing. This has been a yeah, great dude. book. This is award worthy. This is definitely going to see some nominations come Eisner's and other awards. And it's like the best police procedural comics I think has ever fucking done. And I yeah. love those kind of books so much. The hard boiled like, crime from shit, back in the I day. Gotham it. Central is a favorite of mine, but this yeah. is this is getting more well real for lack of a better yep. word. You know, it really is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and a surprise too, you know, that they're pulling yeah. off that. Yeah, um, it takes place in so Gotham well. City, but it has like nothing to do with Batman or anything else, really. You know, I don't think they've even mentioned him so well, far. I mean, they they talk, talk about they talk about him and his rogues gallery, barely. Like that, you but, know, they uh, mentioned Two Face, yeah, but, but that's barely, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty fun cover here. I don't know what it is about it, but I just I like it. I like it, especially the Jim Gordon at the top. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on, uh, not much else. Harley Quinn animated series, you know, tie-in books. Those are fun. Uh, Nightwing 99, yep, just another issue of Nightwing. What can we say about this book? Um, ignore the solicit. The solicit appears to be wrong here. It's talking about Joker War. Yeah, that's what I love this cover. Yeah, I love this cover using the negative space. Um, this book, this issue, I mean, we could tell you what this issue is going to be. It's going to be back to re reestablishing uh, Heartbreak. Yeah, they're... 
Deal or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, they're in the middle of escorting um, after the annual. Yeah, they're in the middle of escorting what's his name, the crime boss, uh, Maroney. Yeah. Or Zuko. I forget which one it was, but yeah. Yeah. Look, really fun cover there. Just, just fun. You know, it's okay, but there's a whole lot of fun going on there. And uh, yeah, they have a lot of covers for this this week, man. Issue ninety nine. So. Um, I'm sure they're going to be charging like 20 bucks for number 100 when that comes out. But oh yeah, dude, when when issue 100 comes out, they're definitely going to ask a pretty penny for it. It's going to have a lot of backup shit. Some of it's going to be reprinted, but Tom Taylor has really been holding off the last few issues to get to 100, and 100 is going to be just outstanding. I can't wait. I can't. No doubt. Uh, Yep, Scooby Doo, where are you, Star Girl? Um. Man, the the previews for this book are amazing. I just can't get into Star Girl at all. I just can't find I just can't find a way to do it. I've tried to get into this book. I, I can't get into the first issue. I've read it a couple of times because the art is great, but uh, I have, I'm having a problem with it. So, um, still gonna try issue two, but yeah. Uh, and then Superman Birthright, a deluxe edition for fifty bucks, a great book to own, especially considering this is where I think James Gunn is gonna be leaning in the hardest. To Probably, yeah. His Superman book, yeah. I think it. Just yeah, makes this. Sense. Unlike Death of Superman, this one is like a high quality read. I think it was Mark yes. Wade on this one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is one of those ones where, like, if you don't have it already, you should have it in some form. Yeah, it's you know? Mark Wade and Lionel Francis Hugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, very worth it. And then uh, Titans United Blood Pact. I don't think anyone I know is reading that, but uh, if you're into the Titans. The Titans are going to be all rearranged here pretty soon, so I'm not sure how much this book matters. I mean, that's going to be the end of Dark Crisis, right? The rebirth of the freaking Titans. I mean, that's. What I mean, the Titans like have been in the book so much that it would feel weird for them to not do anything it with really that. It really would be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to Marvel House of Ideas, Alien number four. Avengers Forever number 12 continues Jason Aaron's swan song on the Avengers brand, really the franchise. Um. Yeah, this is uh, Avengers Assemble Part 3, I think, of 12, yep. actually. I think it's going for a while. But, uh, yeah, Siege on an Infinity Tower. Uh, man, this book is just nuts. All right, it's just a multiverse of nuts. And that's really all you I can mean, say. I mean, there's it's too much crazy. crazy to quickly summarize. But, yeah, it looks like we got yeah, the Captain can't. America core in here, including the Captain yeah. America dog, I remember from that one issue there, it looks like. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right here. He's a cute boy. Yeah, look at that good guy. That's weird. Mm. But it makes sense that Captain America should have a dog. No, that dog is an alternate universe, Steve Rogers. How's that happen? The werewolf thing? It was just something from a few issues ago, man. Like, a bunch of uh, Steve Rogerses woke up and found themselves, like, in a prison together. And the only thing they could discover was that they were all named Steve, including the dog who had Steve on his name tag. Mephisto's stupid. He's just like, just get all the Steves and we'll win. Uh, Black Panther number 12, another Ridley book, and uh, man, just a beautiful Momoko cover here. Um, oh, I love that so much. Oh, that's very so pretty. Like, even by yeah, her usual yeah. high standards, that one's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not as outstanding as some of the shit she does, but just, yeah, it's just a perfect rendition, you know, I think. Uh, Symbol of Truth gets gets collected, the... Uh, the Sam Wilson Captain America book getting his yeah. first trade. Um, Dark Web Miss Marvel is 
is promising. It's Kamala getting a job at Oscorp. She's an intern. And then the oh. dark web event busts open. That might be okay. fun. You know, that I don't might give be a, a shit movie. about this dark web me event. Neither, but I like neither. the character, and that does sound like a fun premise. Yeah, her at work one day and having the superhero out. Yeah, that yeah. seems fun, dude. That seems fun. Uh, Gold Goblin number two, another uh, tie into the whole dark web thing. Um, Gold Goblin is basically uh, Norman Osborn, but he's trying to be a good guy. Yeah. I like, like I missed that, that status quo change where like him and Peter are like on good terms now, apparently. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's weird. I, don't I haven't know. been reading that yet. Uh, Knights of Pendragon, that's interesting. Getting collected some of that old school shit. 125 bucks for that. I mean, you oh, fuck. really gotta be a fan. You really gotta be a fan. I am not uh, that big of a fan. Jesus. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, Knights of X gets traded. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat, number one of five. Again, another dark web tie-in. Um, fun Momoko cover here. I got to show it off because she's, I mean, it's Mary Jane and a black cat with some spiders. And that's really cool. That I is really a lot like of fun. That. Yeah. yeah. But um, what else we got here, dude? Uh, Namor Conquer Shores continues. Uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles. I'm pretty sure that's the only X book besides the X annual coming out today. Or this week, uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles. First issue was pretty fun. You know, it was a continuation of that Sabretooth book, and uh, I will continue to read it. Uh, Spider-Man Lost Hunt, number one. Amazing fucking cover here. Just one of the best covers of the year, honestly. Um, but this book is not good. I am not a fan of the first issue of this, and I don't know if I'm going to pick this up or not. I really don't think I'm, I'm going to get it. I think I'm going to skip it. Yeah, it's just yeah, more craving and stuff. I feel I feel like they've done it, done it. You know, they've been there. I mean, so many times. It looks like they're just kind of trying to like get like up in the gravitas of like Craven's last hunt. You know, you know. Yeah, so that, if you haven't like read, we're borrowing from that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you haven't read that, there's no point in getting this. And if you have read that, you're going to be disappointed by the lackluster comparison that this one's going to have. Exactly, dude. It's almost some stuff you just shouldn't revisit in the same yeah. sort of way. And the only thing I can to... think of that's an exception to that is I thought that Dark Victory, the follow-up to Long Halloween, is actually pretty good. Oh, it's, it's not, not quite bad. As, but it's, it's not, not quite as Halloween. it's not as good. It's no, no, no. I mean, Long Halloween's yes. like one of the top five Batman stories. You know, it's really yeah, damn easy. good. Yeah, but Dark Victory is pretty solid. You know, yeah, it's not bad. You're right. Uh, Strange number nine continues that. This is uh, actually a pretty good book with Doctor Strange coming back very soon to his own um, ongoing. Wakanda number three continues that story. Uh, I lied. We get two more X-Books. Wolverine 28, he's descending into the pit. I'm excited to see how that goes out. You know, is Beast really going to get his way or are we going to get over? Uh, I love how Ben Percy is just kind of in his own little corner of the X-Universe. Just doing these yeah. things with X Force and Wolverine that are tying together and just making it work so well, dude. It's it's amazing to me how well he's doing on on the two X books that he's got for sure. Yeah, I mean him doing like the basically just like the CIA corner of Krakoa, like he has been doing such amazing stuff with it. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, X Men Annual is the last book we'll talk about. It Steve Fox, not really a fill in writer because it is the annual. Um, I wanted to show off the Momoko cover first. Very well done if you're a fan of of Captain Britain. But I also wanted to show off this great Jose Villalobos cover with freaking Firestar on there. It's freaking awesome. 
That I one's that very, so very good. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to be a uh, Firestar centric issue um, because she still feels kind of unworthy. She got some imposter syndrome going on. I really hope the issue revolves around that. You know, we um, haven't gotten a lot out of Firestar since she joined the we team. Haven't. So yeah, this will no, be a uh, this be a good opportunity to explore that. Yeah, I think so too. Especially because they're going to choose a new team. You know, in like six in a few months. So whatever. Uh, moving on to Dynamite, not much there. Lots of uh, printed collectible stuff, you know, ranging from 50 to 60 bucks. Uh, Jennifer Blood, uh, uh, Julieta Ro- Romeo gets a, uh, a tie-in sort of one-shot. Um, kind of fun, you know, if you're into that sort of stuff. And then uh, Lady Hell, your normal, you know, cheesecake sort of stuff coming out of there. Um, and that's it, Vampirella. And then we got the rest of these, uh, the smaller press stuff. There's not much I want to talk about here. I'm knowing Taylor; he doesn't want to talk about any of it. Um, but there. Well, was it's not that I don't one. want to talk about it. It's just that I can't. It's not talk really. About it. Yeah, it's not really your bag. Yeah. Um, oh, here it is, Gun Honey number four. This is basically a female version of James Bond, and I mean that. Yeah, I have heard you uh, say a lot, sing a lot of praises for this book. Yeah, yeah it's really great in how it, it sort of it, it bends that a little bit, and like James Bond leans into like being a slut. All right, he is, he is. James Bond is a slut. Yeah, he's a understand. sloppy, sloppy slut. Yeah, but the the women in this are kind of the same way, but they're even like crazier in the way they use sex to their advantage to be a spy you know but it's still a very sex positive sort of book and um it's trying to break down barriers between these tropes you know and why is it okay for james bond to be a slut but if a girl's a slut that's somehow a negative you know what i mean it's yeah it's really fun playing off those tropes and it's doing a really good job of yeah it's a that is a bad double standard to be sure yeah uh junior number one this is really the only debut i wanted to talk about from the smaller press uh, it's Scout Comics, and a young Marine goes to a rogue asteroid and gets into an accident, and it's her and her hippo-looking dog sidekick just hanging out and kicking it. Um, it says it'll make you laugh, cry, and wish you had the next issue. Um, another thing I wanted to mention about this, enjoy this first issue, but then the entire volume will be out in the same schedule where the second issue would have come out. So they're just going to give you the first issue, and then it's like, okay, we hope you liked it. Here's the whole damn book. That's your next opportunity to buy anything more. It's a little weird, a little unique way of doing it, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it works. See how it works for them. I'm definitely going to read it. I'm going to give it a try. Uh, and, yeah, that's it, man. That's really nothing else worth mentioning over at um, uh, the smaller press sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it's kind of a midweek uh, yeah, traveling to Mars, Mark Russell's book over at Ablaze. It's really a lot of fun too. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's kind of a midweek. Yeah, I'm looking we forward got the, to like the years winding down. Stuff, you know, sure. like Nightwing's always a good yep. something you can bank on. Uh, yep. It, there's plenty of Batman, of course, as always. So if you need your fix there, always. Um, always. Dark Crisis is definitely something I'm looking forward to over at Marvel. The X Men Annual probably. Um, but really nothing at Marvel is really Wolverine, but I don't know. I man. mean, Wolverine, Avengers, um, Forever, and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the annual, yeah, for X-Men. Those should all be pretty solid rates. But yeah, yeah. Um, a pretty ho-hum week for the most part, you're right. It is. IDW does have that debut of Dead Seas number one and the Strange New Worlds tie-in for the Star Trek book. So those are a couple more I'm looking forward to. But uh, wow, man. 
I guess we we deserve it though. We deserve to have a little bit of a calm ending of the year, you know, silent week, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're saving all their big shit for like the new year and everything. So you know, oh for sure, it is yeah. what it is this time of year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, awesome. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, please go check out our pals, the Congo Bullies. Leroy and Eli did a show last night. They had some very fun words about Avatar and the way it shits all over um, indigenous culture. I fucking loved it. It was mm. amazing. Even had quotes from James Cameron where he literally doubles down on being a douchebag. Um, please give it a listen. It was a whole lot of fun. Um, if you want links to that, you can get them right here at OutrageGeekery.com. We got links to all the different stuff we got going on. Merch, Patreon, all of our social media, all kinds of different channels we got going on. And the bullies. But we really want you to go to Facebook. Search for Outright Geekery. Go to the group. Join up there. Join in on the fun. Andy's always having a damn good time over there. Uh, and that would be fun. You'd have a really good time. Come back next week. We're going to do a show on Sunday. The, the uh, news and review show. Talk about Aftershock and bunch of different books that got announced um recently they're doing another power rangers crossover they're doing another uh usagi yojimbo and tmnt crossover so man it's gonna be a whole lot of fun talking on that shit next week uh yeah but thanks for hanging out everybody really appreciate appreciate it but most of all thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy good times we are gonna do it again next time same geek time same geek channel Oh, okay.